HelloFresh lets you pick from over 50 menu and market items every week, including cozy recipes like chicken ramen in shoyu-style broth and turkey ragu gnocchi. Those are easy to say. Get up to 14 free meals plus three free gifts with code FACE14 at HelloFresh.com FACE14. This is a Rooster Teeth production. And action. Ooh, action. That's exciting. It's like a movie. Jeff, what is a trailer for a movie that you're like, this trailer looks fucking great? And then you saw the movie and you were disappointed. Uh, hold on. I'm not recording. Okay. What the f- What is- Great. <clears throat> right, who, who was actually recording at three? Uh, as soon as you joined. I was recording before three. It's three and I'm recording. It's three o'clock right now. You okay. you are late to the no. It is not three on the dot. Like, I that think is, no. somehow being last to join, I was the only one on time. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, Ga- hey, Gavin. A hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> now, well, I mean, everybody is technically still on time because it's still three o'clock. But I was no, prepping the video. No, everything that no, I need to send were, you guys. We were here Listen, and not recording. Listen. Gavin is the one. Oh. Gavin is the one who is on time. Thank you, <laughs> Gavin. Right, who cares? The professional. Cool. Congratulations, Gavin. You're the professional. Thanks, man. We all we all hope to to someday aspire well, to be no need, uh, no in, in, like you. Let's you are question. quite yeah. possibly no, come on the pinnacle come on of what a podcaster <laughs> could hope to achieve Let's in terms of it. professionalism <laughs> and talent, in terms of, uh, I don't know, tone, effort, general uh, demeanor. It really doesn't get better than you. So, Gavin, please show us how it's done. I wasn't the one saying. Uh, look, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he. I think he already did. I think the act was done. He did show us how it was done by being on time. I don't think there's anything to go beyond that. I think he I did know it. he was on time. I know he was on time because I was here when I saw him come in. That's true. I was also on time. I was prepping a video because I knew the size would be too big to send you guys through Discord, <laughs> and it would be a whole kerfuffle in the middle of the okay. episode. So I was sending in a different way uh, while you guys were talking about uh, Colin Quinn's film prowess. He knows a lot about movies. I'm surprised. Of it's course, Colin thing. Quinn's a great guy. Very, very funny comedian. Very funny comedian. Also enjoyed his book. His specials One of my are, favorite. are unique. He does more like essays than I'd say like traditional stand-up. It's fascinating. Like he tells more of like their historical specials. Um, but anyway, I want to know the trailer thing. Jeff, do you He's have a great trailer? storyteller in general. Also one of the best guests in the history of the Howard Stern Show. He had a story about fucking a cat that you would not believe. <laughs> He also had a story about <laughs> fucking an old lady in a hallway and having her fall down and hit her head and leaving her there for dead. Wait, what? yeah, he told it on the Howard Stern show. Oh, oh like she, she fell in the old lady in a hallway. And then, she fell and oh. hit her head, and he felt bad and he left. And he has no well, idea. What if he accidentally killed her? I don't know. I guess then she's dead and he's a murderer. <laughs> anyway, he knows a lot about film. He does. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the. F- face podcast i believe this is episode 80 if i'm correct which puts us i want to say in the back half of season two year two is that correct i think we've kind of gone over it there's no real measuring system for what well, oh, I, guess, I think there is we just need to sit down and figure it out we're approaching a number of episodes that no one can pitch in baseball that's true <laughs> i think what's the fastest pitch recorded and it's probably in like over 100 oh, i think right? uh, i want to say 102 or so. Really, I was thinking, I was going to guess like 110 would be my guess. But no, I, I don't know. think that high. Has anyone thrown one in a vacuum? 
What do you mean? Uh, like, has anyone thrown one at a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> I don't understand, like, why? Why would they have done that? Well, so there's no air resistance, so you can throw it real fast. Oh, okay. That's, I feel like you took some leaps there. I wasn't, I wasn't with you. I was oh, lost. That's right. I was thinking about, I've never seen someone throw a vacuum. There was a guy who got thrown out of the game, I want to say, or maybe he disagreed with, a, I think it was he disagreed with what was called a strike, and then the coach started fighting with the umpire, and the player walked out of the field, went down, grabbed a garbage can, and then placed it behind the plate and pointed at the umpire and said, that's you. You're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so there has been a garbage can on the field. I've never seen a vacuum on the field. You sent a, a clip to the, the group chat the other day about, it was a American football game where a guy kicked the football, but apparently it somehow never happened before. Well, no, I didn't, I didn't send the clip. I feel like this is just you being, Eric sent the You're clip. You're getting We're confused. About- I, sent, I sent a clip of a guy getting hit in the head with a football after a kick, and then there was another kick discussion later that I don't think was a video. Well, I thought Eric put, there's something in the slack. What are we? Ta- yeah, we're talking about the Doug Flutie dropkick is what we're mm. talking about, I assume. Gavin didn't understand why that was. First of all, he's a throwing man, Gavin. He's not a kicking man. His job is to okay. throw. He's a quarterback. Very different They're making he it does- sound like it's the first time anyone had dropped the ball, bounced it off the floor, and kicked it over the... Yeah, and it was. It? it was in the modern I, NFL. It, was. it literally was. It's okay. just not a thing that kick people do. Why would you, why would you drop the ball and kick it? Like, especially if you're a quarterback. Nobody's prepared for that. Quarterbacks don't so kick what, the ball. What was their way of doing? Like, like they thought the other team thought they were going to like run with it, but then he kicked it. Yeah, I think the other team assumed because I, I think it was they positioned like they were going for two. I'm not fully aware. I'm just assuming. And instead of actually running and like throwing the ball to score it, they scored off of a drop kick, which if you, you drop the ball down, bounce and kick it between the uprights, that's a point. So I think like nobody was prepared for the play because it's both a QB and they're in a position in which they would typically go for two, but they ran a play that would score one. But sometimes like if it's fourth down, they just kick it. Yeah, but it's a com- first the, the kicker does it. It's the kicker's job and they don't kick it that way. They have like a guy that catches it and holds it and places it. And then the kicker just kicks it off the ground from the guy that's holding it. The and kicker that's easier never, than bouncing it off the ground. I think it is. I think there's room for yeah. error if you're trying to purposely bounce the ball and kick it yourself. I feel like that's <laughs> way harder. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not. It's a football. It's not a sphere, man. You don't. You can't predict how exactly how it's going to bounce. Plus, well, I do it in rugby lace has got to be out. Gavin, according to your favorite movie of all time, lace is out. <laughs> lace is out. Lace is out. Also, it's just like a human tripod. Essentially, is is the other guy's mm. job. Why would you remove the tripod? This stabilizes yeah. it for you, nice and easy. Shape of the ball. They also, it's like a different sport. So I don't know the rugby comparison. Mm. I think the balls are shaped differently too. The hangover, Andrew. What about the hangover? It was a good trailer and it was a terrible movie. I liked the trailer a lot. I thought it was going to be funny and then I didn't like the movie at all. Really? Like you would say you hated the hangover? Oh yeah. I I, I don't understand the, I don't don't understand why people like that film. I think the first one's quite good. Yeah. I enjoyed the first one. If I remember. Yeah. I haven't watched it since it came out. I don't have really like any interest in revisiting it, but I got an ar- in an argument with Brandon Farmahini one time who told me at work, who told me that it was the funniest movie in like the last decade and was so full of jokes. He didn't understand how I could not like it. So I asked him, tell me your favorite joke from the movie. And he just looked at me for about five minutes and then said, oh, and then walked away. Well, yeah, I think that's a terrible <laughs> call to call it a joke. Like when I think of. I agree. Movie. I, don't I think, think it's of something like movie. Naked Gun. I think of like yeah. those kind of like that where the joke per minute is absurd. The yeah. Hangover is like 
I know it's kind of because it's a little bit of a mystery. It's a comedy. It kind of brought Mike Tyson back in a way. I will say there's a moment in the trailer that is funnier edited than it was in the movie. And that was the, the Mike Tyson, uh, Phil Collins bit. Yes. Where mm. in the in the trailer, it's like, doo-doo, and then he socks him at the end of that. But uh, in the movie, it's not as funny. I could, you know what I think the worst part of The Hangover was for me? And this is like a very strange complaint. They put out, back on the 360, when random movies would come out that were big, they would put out profile picture packs where it was just faces of the characters, <laughs> typically. And there are people, so many people used the baby. There was a baby from The Hangover as one of them. And the people that did it thought they were really funny. And I was just sick of it. It was a popular gamer picture <laughs> for a stretch of time. The baby with the glasses. Yours is Danny DeVito. <laughs> What <laughs> yours was Dane DeVito? What was for what? What movie was he? No, yours was. Oh yeah, but I pulled yeah. that. That that was a choice yeah, I made. Custom. That was that was a custom pull. Yeah, I'm not hating necessarily on anyone that does that. It's just there was a, I don't know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a belief of calm. I don't know. I just don't. If you, I'm fine with you liking the Hangover. Liking the Hangover to the point where it's your gamer picture is is a step too far. <laughs> Or I think it's my, an interesting choice. Uh, we talked choice. about this. We talked about it briefly when we were playing Halo. But my most excited I was from a trailer to the least impressed I was with a movie was the tuxedo with Jackie Chan. It's <laughs> such a weird. I that being, was. I was a teenager. <laughs> I was really I loved Rush Hour. I was getting into like oh like who am I? Rumble in the Bronx, like all of his early American type stuff. Tuxedo came out. I thought as a teenager, I thought oh shit. <laughs> I was so excited. I, and I didn't see it at the cinema. I bought it on DVD. I was like, oh, I've wasted my money on it. <laughs> Wait, did you purposely not? I didn't know that you didn't. Did you not see it in theaters? Because you're like, I'm going to love this movie so much. I'm going to want to watch it multiple times. I'm going to save my money and buy it then. Why didn't you didn't see get it? To, I just didn't get to go that much when I was a kid. It's like, a, okay. it's like a big event when I went. So I, I assume That's at the fair. time I was busy seeing like Lord of the Rings and stuff to make it count. But it was like not even a rental scenario. You're like, I know I'm going to love this. I want I, I the knew extra it. I, features. I, I, I bought want everything. It. it was probably like 15 quid on DVD. What My a, reaction what a was, waste. was the same as yours. I don't know. Gavin genuinely may have been the biggest like tuxedo fan based on trailer on the planet. I don't think anyone <laughs> may have anticipated that movie more than Gavin. It's such a weird movie to be excited about. I don't think Jackie Chan was bad in that either. I think it was just not any good. I feel like I very rarely would say that Jackie Chan was the problem of the thing that he was in. I agree with I, that. Like, I, I can't think of a bad, like, wow, Jackie Chan really fucked that movie like, up. Like, at, when did Jackie Chan ever phone it in, right? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I think he's a consummate professional. That. The, the Jackie Chan is the Gavin Free of movies. He's the podcasting Gavin oh. Free of movies. <laughs> I'll say it, because oh. we all know it's true. He's the, the creme de la creme. He is the, he's the one that we all aspire to be. As soon as Gavin told me that, I immediately went and watched the trailer for the tuxedo <laughs> and watching it in the context of imagining Gavin watching it for the first time, being like, holy <laughs> fuck, this looks good, was very funny. They killed James Brown. For those who've never seen it, I think the plot with the, of the movie was that he gets Jackie Chan powers, but from a suit. And that I think I remember that there's water that makes people thirsty. And that's all I can remember from that film. So it's a James Bond movie, but not a James Bond movie. There's a guy that is like James Bond and he's British, but it turns out that all of his abilities come from his suit. Ah. Jackie Chan is a taxi driver, 
that befriends this guy. I also haven't seen this movie in a long time, so this could be completely wrong. But I think he befriends the guy and then somehow ends up with the suit because the guy dies. Uh, and then he ah. kills James Brown. And then Jackie Chan kills James, James Brown and they do a dance number because he has to perform <laughs> instead of James Brown. Because the suit has a bunch of abilities to it. It's like a stealth suit, but it also has like funky <laughs> mode, I feel like is what they display. So he can like dance and perform. I'm going to be honest with you right now. I haven't seen the movie since like the early 2000s. The way you're describing it, I really want to watch the movie. It sounds awesome. <laughs> I, it sounds really I, good. <laughs> I went to watch it. I refused to pay $5 to rent it. <laughs> I was going to do that last night. And I was like, $4.99, I can't do it. If it was $3, I'd do it. But $5. Why don't we have a watch along? We can do watch along. I'd watch it in that context. I just, I forgot James Brown was in it and that they weirdly kill James Brown. And then I wanted to go, because in the trailer it happens, it's like, no way they actually do that. It's an unfortunate thing where you go to the movie wiki and whoever wrote the plot synopsis deemed that scene not worth explaining. There is no mention of James Brown in the movie wiki for that thing. So if somebody if somebody watches the tuxedo, feel free to please include the James Brown section of that film from the wiki because he's listed in the cast. But there is no mention of him in the plot breakdown of the tuxedo. <laughs> it's a dumb movie. He made a lot of those movies like the. Do you remember the medallion? That was one of those Jackie Chan era. Not very good American. Mm. I know I've seen it. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I don't think I've seen that one. Eric just said we're a Jackie Chan podcast. I'm okay with that. Jackie Chan, some great movies. Rush Hour, The Jackie Chan Adventures. Mr. Nice Guy. I would argue the greatest blooper reel of all time, Rush Hour 2. I think that's probably the greatest post-credit blooper reel in movie history. Where Chris Rock, uh, not Chris Rock, damn it. Where Chris Tucker looks out the window and says, <laughs> damn, yeah. he ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 3. I I think that might be the funniest <laughs> post like blooper line of all time. I remember that killing. That may have been the biggest laugh in the theater. And that was a well-received movie. I remember as a child watching that in a packed theater and that line killing. And myself included, just la it's a great line. Very funny blooper. They don't do those anymore, I feel like. I, when's the last time you saw a blooper reel? For a I think movie? they're in all of Jackie Chan's films. I, well, I think they're staple. I literally I watched the Tuxedo's blooper reel last night on YouTube. I didn't watch the movie, but I at least watched that. You have to watch a Jackie Chan blooper. Jeff? I was waiting for the, the subject to change away from Jackie Chan. I, 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 I'm, I'm not up to date on my Jackie Chan content, so I was just letting you guys go. I don't, oh, I'm why, not either. Don't, don't throw it to me. I, I had nothing to do with that. It's you, you guys are having the Jackie Chan discussion. Continue. I couldn't name a Jackie Chan movie post uh, the one he did with Jet Li, whatever that was called. What about The Foreigner? I never saw that. I thought that looked interesting. Directed by the guy that made Goldeneye, starring Pierce Brosnan and Jackie Chan. I've never seen it, but I, I want to see it. It looked dark. It was like, this is gritty Jackie Chan. His family, I think, dies in a bombing. And then he's like, I'm going to get revenge. I wonder if there's a blooper reel on that one. <laughs> there can't be a blooper reel on The Foreigner. <laughs> there's no way. Oh, that would be awesome. I don't, I don't think Pierce Brosnan plays like a spy type character. I think he's just like a, an executive who's a villain, but I could be wrong. Haven't seen it. <laughs> nice, Eric. <laughs> Did you see No Way Out, Gavin? What was that? Have you seen No Way Out? Or have you seen No Way Out, Jeff? Uh, the movie with Bridget Fonda, the remake of La, La Femme Nikita? No. Well, no, I don't think so. Maybe. It's an Owen Wilson movie. That came out in like oh. 2016. No oh, way guess. out. Kevin no. Costner, Sean Young. No, that's Gene not. Hackman. Am I? 
No escape. That's what I mean. Oh. No escape. Not no way out. No escape. I knew Noah's in the title. It's just Pierce Brosnan plays Bond again. It's like his last, I'd say, role as Bond. Or oh, he doesn't. Yeah. He can't flat out say he's Bond, but it's like they constantly tease the <laughs> fact that he's like an older, burnt out Bond. Like Sean Connery in The Rock? Yes, exactly like Sean Connery in The Rock. Same type of, same type of deal. Do you know, this is going to be a really weird, like just a random question. Jeff, do you rem- what's your favorite Mission Impossible movie? Let's set it up that way first. Oh, well, that's easy. That's not even a question. Really? Mission Impossible 3. Mission Impossible Thank 3 is one of the you. best movies ever made. Thank Mission you. Mission Impossible 3 completely... is one of the best. Mission, it's, first off, it's not a movie, it's a film. Mission Impossible, <laughs> you can't call Mission Impossible 3 a movie because it's, that, it's, that would be an, it's an insult to what that, that piece of art is. It is a film <laughs> in every way. Who is the girl at the beginning? <laughs> it's Carrie Russell. Uh, is, are you just dropping trivia? Are you testing him to confirm that he is it's, a, a it's Mission Impossible 3 fan? <laughs> that question is how Jeff lost his car. Really? <laughs> That's why, That's why I own his car. car. Oh, that was the bet. Yeah. I got it was a Carrie Russell. I got that wrong. Yeah. Wow, I don't remember who I thought it was, but I I didn't think it was Carrie Russell. Didn't you think it was like Anne Hathaway or something? And I was like, you're an idiot. No, it was somebody that made <laughs> sense, but it wasn't Carrie. It wasn't. I can't remember who it was. Uh, Michelle, did you mistake Michelle Monaghan because she's in that as well? And I feel like could kind of play that. No, role. no, we don't. I. It doesn't matter. The, the, we'll never know. The, the important thing is that I know that I haven't owned my car in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 why do you ask, by the way? Why do you ask? Well, I'm glad you... This is a conversation we had. I agree. Mission Impossible 3 is the best one by far. And I think it's largely due to the performance of Philip Seymour Hoffman. I think one of the great movie villains in that, in that Menacing role. Menacing as shit. He's he, fantastic. He's awesome in it. There are three perfect moments in that film. If you'd like, I can go through them with you. Uh, the first perfect moment in that film is when they're breaking into the Vatican and uh, uh, Ving Rhames and uh, Ethan Hunt have the conversation where he goes, what's up with you? And Ving Rhames goes, nothing. What's up with you? And he goes, nothing. That's it's just perfectly acted. There's the scene when he's infiltrating the big building. I think it's in India. And they're like talking about the plant. And then it just cuts to him, the outside of the building. And it cuts to him screaming, I'm not going to make the extraction. And he jumps out a window. And you have no idea what happened in that building, but it went very fucking wrong. That was an awesome scene. And then at the end, when he's with the, the chick and he's like, if you don't kill me, I'm going to die. That's a great moment, too. All perfect, it is. perfect moments from a perfect film. It's a great. It starts out as, I think, one of the great film intros as well. You don't know what's going on. This character normally in power is in a bad spot. Doesn't look like Carrie Russell. Apparently it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Philip Seymour Hoffman's character's name in Mission Impossible 3? Uh, no. For like how iconic that character is in my mind of like a great villain. Very forgettable. Na- His name is Owen. I think it's the least <laughs> menacing name to menacing character in, in film history, possibly. There's nothing memorable or evil about the name Owen. This is so not intimidating. Yeah, the rabbit's foot. That's right, Nick. That is, that's the whole thing. The, the, what is it, like an atomic bomb or something? The rabbit's foot he's pursuing. I don't really remember what something the rabbit's like foot that. was. It, it was. I don't know that we ever... F- yeah, I don't know that we found out, did we? Well, it's in the, it was, wasn't it a thing that rolled... There, there was this insane shot where... Uh, Dr. Manhattan dies and he drops the briefcase and the thing rolls out like perfectly into the camera in focus. And it was like, wow, how did they do that? You mean Billy Crudup? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I assume that's yeah. who he means. Yeah. Was he not Dr. Manhattan? 
No, he was. I think he, he was. He had, I, I just couldn't remember. I just couldn't remember. Do you want to bet a car on it? <laughs> no, no. I I'll bet Jeff's know. car. <laughs> My Mission Impossible betting days are over. Still paying off the last one. I want to. How are you doing, Jeff? Because last time we recorded this, you were you're in a bad spot. You're you're. Getting I was ready. at thirty six percent in the first recording. <laughs> I got up to about forty two by the second recording. You I were like half up. of where I was in chocolate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm okay. Thanks for asking. Um, you know, I had the colonoscopy. It was a nightmare. Uh, I do have a story to share with you at some point, and okay. I'll uh, I'll tease it. Uh, there's a pastrami plot twist in my life. Oh, oh no! Shit. Oh. oh no! <laughs> yeah. Did they find some pastrami up your ass? Well, uh, but uh, but we don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> if you guys want to talk about movies or whatever, what's your favorite Mission Impossible movie, Andrew? What's oh, your second Mission favorite 3. Mission Impossible? What's your My second favorite? My second favorite? Uh, this is going to be like a really weird qualifier. I think the second best Mission Impossible movie is the first act of Mission Impossible 1. Up until he sprints out of the restaurant, I think that is like the greatest sequence of, of any Mission Impossible. But that's before he's hanging from the wire in the room with the pressure for. Yeah, I don't really care about that's like that. Movie. That seems fine. But like, I that's think like uh, iconic. It is an iconic scene, but I f- the movie really loses me from the point he sprints out of the restaurant. I think everything to that point is like pretty intense and enjoyable. And there is that after he's and- blown up the fish tank with the gum. Yeah, literally, as soon as as soon as he sprints out after blowing up the fish tank with the gum, that movie takes a nosedive for me. <laughs> <laughs> it drops down dramatically. After that, I would say, uh, what is the the second the last one that came out? Which one was Rogue that? Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation was pretty good. No. I enjoyed that one. No. Wait. Yeah. Don't know. What Jeff is, has posted The a, Apple Dumpling Gang? <laughs> di- a Disney movie called The Apple Dumpling Gang. I was just on that in there for later. I was just thinking about my favorite <laughs> movies as a kid the other day. And I was thinking about how many Don Knotts movies I used to watch when I was a kid. And, uh-huh. and The Apple Dumpling Gang. And the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again were two of my favorite movies as a kid, and I and I so I looked up the the poster and I was like, oh shit, that's kind of funny because we're at we we're an Apple podcast now. We, yeah, I was wondering if we should make an Apple Scrumpling Gang poster, but probably not. We're probably hitting the <laughs> Apple, Apple content Scrumpling Gang. Is there scrumping in the app? Is the Apple Dumpling Gang pro scrump? Is there a I lot of scrumping? Those, I think those dudes in? steal those kids, if I remember correctly. They steal oh. the kids. <laughs> maybe i think the kids, the kids are orphans or something and they're like okay. low-level criminals and they all end up in a gang. i can't remember <laughs> i don't I know mean, why i i assume the children were the apple dumpling gang and not the two guys in the background <laughs> I, I think i have completely misread who the gang was because two people Here's ain't a, a gang no you need at least six for a gang i would say i think you need at least three three sequel. no three's too little the apple dumpling gang rides again ain't no kids in that photo just I think you you can't all fit in a taxi to be a gang. Your gang can't fit in one cab. Uh, that's the qual- <laughs> that's I think the that's qualifier. the qualifier. We're yeah. gonna have to order two cabs. Is the qualifier? For I a think gang. It, once you have to have two cabs or maybe a larger vehicle, if you need a custom large vehicle, <laughs> you've entered gang territory. If you need an Uber XL, you're. you're <laughs> okay. Uh, here, so I had to look it up. <laughs> What qualifies a gang? Gangs are associations of three or more individuals who adopt really? a group identity. So it's got to be wow. three. So a okay, threesome so is a gangbang? 
That's unfortunate. So. I don't. <laughs> I mean, if those three people can identify as a gang and they're all banging, then yes. Well, yeah, I guess they need to identify as a gang. So that means technically you could film a gangbang in one cab. You could. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I disagree with all these qualifiers. I don't. A three is not enough to be a gang. It's a re- it's a regulation gang of three. So so we could <laughs> we could be the Apple Scrumpling Gang. There's enough of us. There's five of us here. Well, are we doing that or are we doing the Boys of Dumpty? Like we gotta get <laughs> well. The, boys, the of boys of Dumpty is a be way be better Dumpty. gang name. There's <laughs> gangs left and right. It's Gang City over here. We all know that going online without ExpressVPN is like using our smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time, you're probably going to be fine, but all it takes is one accidental drop their butterfingers onto solid concrete, and suddenly you wish you'd protected yourself. That's why, in my own words, everyone needs a VPN, because when you encrypt to an unencrypted network in a cafe or a hotel or an airport, your online data is super not secure, and any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data, and we all saw those hacker movies in the 90s. We know how it works. Sandra Bullock's not going to be there to save us in the real world, and it doesn't take much technical knowledge to be one of those evil hackers. It only takes some malfeasance. And uh, apparently any smart 12-year-old could do it. Also, your data is valuable. Did you know that hackers make up to like $1,000 a person selling your lame, boring personal info on the dark web? That's why, in my own words, you should use ExpressVPN, the encrypted tunnel. It's super secure. It's easy to use, and it works on all devices. That's like phones, laptops, tablets, etc., etc. You get the idea. It's secure. It's encrypted and it will protect your data so that hackers can't steal it. That's why I think you should use ExpressVPN. So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com face. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com face. Nailed it. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com face. If you want to give your family and friends a gift that keeps giving, something more memorable than a gift card or a pair of socks, although I'm not one of those people that hates socks as gifts. I think socks are perfectly acceptable as gifts. I'm a big sock fan, but we're not talking about socks. We're talking about a gift that's way cooler than socks, a gift that's more useful than socks, a gift that's going to last longer than a pair of socks. We are talking about a sock for your butthole. Not exactly but it is a Hello Tushy bidet, and it ticks all the boxes. If you're not familiar, it washes your butt with a fresh water spray so that you end up way cleaner than toilet paper could ever hope to. Uh, you just spray and pat dry. You don't have to scrub your butt off like most people do. You're not going to end up with hemorrhoids like most people have. Uh, no comment on me. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most of you listening to this podcast have toilets. This thing attaches to them and without the need of an expensive electrician or plumber. Nobody wants to call those people. It installs in less than eight minutes, and that's a normal person installing it, like I said, not an electrician or a plumber. It cuts down on your toilet paper use by 80%, which saves money and paper waste and the Amazon and will all continue to breathe thanks to you washing your butt instead of scrubbing your butt. Make the best room your best room with the complete Tushy system. That includes the Tushy bidet, the ottoman, the toilet brush, Tushy stand, Tushy tissues, whatever you want, Tushy's got it. 
So give the gift of a clean bum to yourself or your loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash face. And tag us and at hellotushy on social media so we can celebrate your clean butt. That's hellotushy.com slash face for 10% off and free shipping. Do you know what uh, Eric's been doing? Yeah. He's been sucking on this 100% chocolate for fun. He's all fucking into it now. He sends update photos constantly. I I found out a way to enjoy it where it you don't have to just eat it in 10 minutes. <laughs> you can sit down and have it with something and and find pleasure in the pain. Uh, but why why did you go for this just in your free time without telling uh, me? I I had I had the chocolate from Face Jam and everyone I got jealous because everyone did uh <laughs> chocolate eating and it seemed like uh something I didn't want to do but seemed like a fun thing. So I went, "You know what? I'm going to try this." Uh and I did I had that chocolate sitting in there and just wrote in Google, "What can I do with 100% chocolate?" And that was one of the things. Was have it with a uh, black cup of coffee that you enjoy. And I will say I've done it twice now. With My mouth is watering thinking about it. I enjoyed it so much. Um, <laughs> really? How many? Let me ask you a question. How many? So like you had a cup of coffee, black coffee that Correct. you enjoy yeah. very much. Yeah. And then how many squares of the chocolate did you have with that? Probably two and a half, three tops. Okay. Throughout the like slowly, slowly yes. throughout yeah. the course well, of the I, coffee. Okay. I found the best method was putting a little bit of dark chocolate on my tongue and then taking a drink of coffee and like letting it melt the chocolate because then I got a lot of the floral flavor. I'm a coffee guy. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the way that Andrew is many different types of guy. I am a coffee guy and I, so I really do So you grind your coffee at home? By hand, yeah. Like I By have like hand. a hand grinder. I have like a, ha- I have like a hand grinder. I like that a lot. My, I would love to be a coffee guy because the prep and the ritual of it seems like a lot of fun. Good and smells. I feel like I would coffee like also the smell. Smells so good. It's very I feel enjoyable. like the smell would be great. I, yeah. yeah, it seems like it would be meditative. I love that. If I could just do that and then not drink it, I, mm. I would be a coffee guy. It, my my wife the is hobby. the same way. If I smell coffee early in the morning, it changes the course of my day. It makes me want to shit. Like it, it just puts me in a good <laughs> mood instantly. It does? Coffee makes you shit. No, no, I know. But, but, smell, but smelling The smell it? specifically? Jeff's the one who got me into coffee, and it's. It, I was amazed at what it did to my body. But now I've had so much coffee now that just a whiff of it gets me in the mood for a nice morning poo. It's like you've Pavlov dog your ass with the scent. Like, <laughs> you, Can you Pavlov dogged your ass. Be the title of the episode. <laughs> uh, yep. Absolutely. Uh, I, the the Kings Coast Coffee Achieve line that we had for a while was very good. That was an excellent cup of coffee. I prefer like a light roast, but I, I really found a lot of enjoyment in that very chocolatey cup. It was very So nice. you're straight in at 100% chocolate. I'm, yeah, yeah. My, my progress is I've done 70, I've done 78. I'm currently working my way through the 85% bar as I develop my palate over the, uh, the Q4 of this year. So Eric, real fast, because I also love that Achieve blend. I actually just, uh, and not just because you know the 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 reference no no uh, it was a good it was a good cup of coffee yeah, yeah. so i subscribe to it on the mm-hmm. website so i get it like every 3 weeks uh, yeah. I, or every 2 weeks i get a new a new bag of it 
Uh, so recently they just sent me a bag and on the label it said, hey, this used to be called Achieve, but we're going to rebrand it. Don't worry. We'll keep sending it to you. It's just going to be called something else. So what? it's still out there if you want it. Yeah. What? You do can you know still what it, get it. Do you, do you know which one it is? I That's the most recent one I've got. So as soon as I get the new badge, <laughs> okay. new badge in with okay. a name, I'll tell you what it is. But you that, can still get that coffee. Yeah. That's very funny. I think that's it's, it's all I drink. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Huh. Good. Very nice. I like it. So, Gav, you were saying, what are you up to? It's five. And you enjoy 85. I, I, 85 to me is still edible as just chocolate on its own. It's, get, it's getting up there. I do want to say, I don't want anyone to get confused about the situation that I'm in with the dark chocolate. I've enjoyed it with a cup of coffee because it changes the flavor. It's like smoking a cigar and having port wine. It's nice. It changes mm-hmm. the flavor or whatever. I despise <laughs> dark chocolate. I think it is the worst <laughs> thing you can do with chocolate. I think it is an affront to sweets. I think it's pathetic that it's being pressed into actual candy and being sold in stores. <laughs> I, I, if it went away tomorrow, our lives would be better for it. That is how I feel about dark chocolate. Oh, that's good. That's insane. You know what, Eric, can I, can I say, uh, I, I tend, I try not to have definitive chocolate opinions because mm-hmm. it, it's such a polarizing world we live in, but I'm going to back you up on this. I'm right there with you. I listening to you say that I couldn't, I, it was like my heart was swelling up with pride because I feel the same way about you. And so I'm. I you have my back. I'm wait, right there with you. I think it wait, should be eradicated. You feel the same way about me? <laughs> you think Eric sucks? And if he went away, I feel the same way about about dark chocolate as you do. Oh, oh. you feel the same way as me, not yeah, the same yeah, way about, about me, me, as if yeah. I were the dark chocolate and you oh. want me to go away. No, no, you can stay because I like Thanks. your opinions. I support Thanks. definitely them. what that sounded like. No, yeah, <laughs> it was one. You picked the one word that would change your statement into an insult instead of the compliment of her support that you intended. I felt so good, and then I felt so bad. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a. It's a fifteen, eighteen years of this. It's hard to. It's hard to to not insult. I, no, it's what is fair. interesting on the chocolates is as the cocoa content goes up, watching the serving size get bigger. I assume as really? sugar starts leaving the ingredients, it's like one serving is two squares, and then it's like one serving is two and a half. Now one serving is three, until eventually the entire bar is one serving. Huh. Now, do you are you worried? How do you feel about milk chocolate? Because I, I would be kind of... Okay, but yeah, do you great. think as you progress down this dark chocolate road, developing your palate... Will your willingness to have milk chocolate lessen? Well, I'm hoping it's it's additive to my palate. I hope it's not ruining other areas of my palate. Oh, Can that I, would ass- I would assume that it would replace, that you would like no longer be able to enjoy what you previously did. Not that this is an expansion. When someone says that's an acquired taste, do you have to misplace a taste to make room for it? I don't think so. No, but I don't think those are the same thing. I feel as though you are training your palate to be able to prefer... Like ideally, by the end of this, your your chocolate of choice will be the one hundred percent correct. Like you well, will, we can hope that, so. Yeah. So at that point, I feel like you couldn't be further away from milk. It's the farthest you could be <laughs> from milk chocolate, and I would be worried that you would no longer be able to go back to milk. And I feel like your ability to get one hundred percent dark chocolate in the wild would be low. I feel like it's tougher. You're narrowing your ability to get chocolate. Here's I where I think Lynn are missing a trick, right? <laughs> they they should have an excellence training bar where uh-huh. each square is oh. new percentages until and it's the the entire package. Mm. What about yeah. like an advent calendar for your palate? 
like every one, day. It starts at like 76% yeah. and on Christmas day. You're it doesn't even, yeah, it doesn't need to even be a Christmas thing. Just like a daily, hey, this is where you should be. We're at 76.7 today. Maybe Face or Unifarm could collaborate with Lint Chocolate and we could yeah. uh, get that going. Oh, by the way, how hot is that Unifarm logo we're working on? Looks nice. It does look I'm nice. I'm digging it. I'm really into it. It's it would look. look good on some chocolate. I'll tell you that right now. Can we? <laughs> could you see it? You could see it. Could you see it? Can you see it like debossed into a chocolate bar? The uniform <laughs> yeah. logo. It looks so sweet. Yeah. I can't wait for us to make a chocolate and then Gavin complain that it's milk when it's dark. Just be completely <laughs> wrong about what the actual contents of the chocolate are. That's, are you referring to the uh, <laughs> the sign? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. I think a comment lever left a comment saying that what is this bullshit plastic sign? I still don't actually have the damn thing. So I assumed that they were right about it being made of plastic, but Eric said it's it's metal. Yes, Eric, this is why you can't listen to comment levers. I don't know why I was listening. I got one in my hand right now. It is definitely metal. Well, that's awesome. It's not as shit as I thought. Well, wait, when did you get the sign? Uh, it mine came in the mail. Mine came in the mail the day we had that conversation. Okay. I just didn't open it up till later in the day. I'm hoping I, I get I've bought every single piece of our merch and then they've sent it to me anyway. And uh, so I've had double everything, double waffle freshener. Why do you buy them? Well, it's, it's part of the support in the show. At Not the very really. least, it's, limit, it's, it's all limited runs. You're just taking one away from a, a comment lever. <laughs> you make listen. the show. Yeah, why would I you want... have to support the show you make? What? Yes, you, you support it also, by making it. You also frequently go into the merch channel and get them to make stuff. You start some of this stuff and then you buy it. Well, I was okay. Well, I you know what's funny is I I think I was told I could be wrong. I was told I couldn't get a Gerpel shirt at the time because of like the process it was made and I, I as. <laughs> It was one of those. It was one of those shirts. But regardless of that, I don't mind. I buy the product for the show. I make the show. I'm, I'm happy with the show. Support it in that way. I feel like I'm kind of paying myself in a weird way. I don't mind ordering the things, but the scrump sign's the first one I didn't order, and I haven't got a scrump sign yet, so I think I may have just missed <laughs> out. I think that's that was the cutoff, the one I didn't I'll order. I'll tell you what. You can have my scrump sign, buddy. I'll give it to you. That's very kind of you, Jeff. You got to come it, down to Austin and get it. I'm not going to mail it to you, but it is, it's, got, it's waiting <laughs> for you. Is irregardless a different word to regardless? What do you mean? Well, you said irregardless. Um, what do you, what do you, what, what's your question here? Is irregardless not a word? Well, irregardless said, is a word. I would have said regardless. It's the same word. Irregardless and regardless are used interchangeably. So I think you, irrespective If you reply well. to an email, you could say irregarding? No, I think you have to say, ir I think irregardless <laughs> is the word. I feel like I didn't invent the word. I feel like that is no, a word. No, you didn't. It's in the fucking dictionary, dude. It's a real well, they're word. They're saying it's not a word. Or it's the same word? Irregardless. Dictionary.com. Irregardless. Adverb. Non-standard. Regardless. The photographer always says irregardless of how his subjects are feeling. Smile. Uh, frequently asked questions. Is irregardless a word? Yes. It may not be a word you like or a word you can use in a term paper, but irregardless certainly is a word. But so it there means we go. the same thing as regardless. Yes, it does. Yes. <laughs> Look at you fucking guys coming at me for my irregardless use. I don't, you don't, you guys, I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm on the side of irregardless. Well, I wasn't slamming you on it. I was asking, is that the same as regardless? You know what? I wasn't going to do this. I'm going to come at the fucking European language and how they spell it. You know how they spell jail in Europe, Jeff? You know how they spell yeah. it? Fucking G -A -L -L horrendous. or whatever. G-A-I-L. Horrendous. Yeah. Terrible. G-A-O-L. That's in Australia. Oh, the Melbourne Gale. 
I'm playing Dale. through the Sherlock Holmes game right now. And whenever they say it, that's how it's spelled. And it's disgusting. It makes me sick. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's spelled jail now. Hot take. Well, no, I, I don't know if it is because it's spelled the way. I don't know. Maybe they're doing it like within the timeline of that game because it's set in the past. But every time I see it, we have given shit to uh, judgment spelling. The U.S. spelling of judgment also terrible. But the Europe fucked up jail. That's a horrendous way to spell. Judgment. Judgment. Awful. <laughs> Terrible sounding. <laughs> so if you're going to come at me for irregardless, I'll, I'll bring up jail. I was okay, we're not all you. perfect. I was asking if, you. If it's there was a coming tone. at him pretty there hard. Was oh, a pretty I, think, clear, yeah. I think Nick and Eric were coming harder. I we, I couldn't tell. You know, I did. I did take their theirs as an affront as well. But it's text. They were replying in text. You can't read tone and text. Should hard we talk thing. about what Jeff texted us the other day? <laughs> what did Jeff text us the other day? Well, it started with a picture of an Apple van. <laughs> did I just miss? Did I miss Shit. these texts? <clears throat> I think you probably did, buddy. What were they the texts? They were texts. They were texts, so your phone was probably off. If we well, weren't, if it wasn't during the recording, <laughs> you, you probably didn't get it. Shall I read out what you text us? Yeah, you can read it out, and then there, uh, well, I can, yeah. we can get into that story if you want. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so Friday, twelve forty-one p.m. Jeff just sends. <laughs> A picture of a van with apples on the back. And he wrote, Oh, yes. It's so, it's so apples. <laughs> <laughs> Eric then said, Colonoscopy went well then. <laughs> Jeff said, There and a van of apples. <laughs> it's a hot day. I saw so many people at a redressing, restraint, eat place. <laughs> <laughs> Eric said, This rules. Jeff said, Emily said, stop. I'm being really quiet. She's on the phone. <laughs> Eric said, who is she talking to? Do they know about the boys of Zimmer? Jeff said, it's pastrami people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll say this. There's an accompanying video of that moment that I was not aware. First off, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember texting that stuff. I saw the video. I don't remember being in the video. He's like a seven-year-old. This was all right, right after my colonoscopy, and I was drugged the fuck up on propofol or propofil or whatever it's called. Okay, so we'll get into the pastrami plot twist. So uh, I was with you guys last week. You know, I was uh, 36%. Then I was up to like 42 or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, I'll say this. This was my second colonoscopy. First one, I was about Gavin's age when I did it. It, it was sucked, but I, it wasn't the end of the world. I bounced back. You know, it wasn't a big deal. This one fucking just wrecked me. D -d Doing the, the special diet and then like not eating for three days and then uh, doing all the solutions and stuff. It was rough. I had a really hard time with it. And I guess it's just age shit, right? Because I'd done it before when I was younger and it was fine. So then we go in. We, the plan is you go in, you do the colonoscopy. Uh, they knock you out. They shove cameras up your asshole. They take pictures. You come back. They wake you up. Then the cool thing is they're like, you can have whatever you want to drink. We've got it all. And, uh, and then you can eat whatever you want because it's not one of those things where you like have to come out of it slowly or whatever. They're like, no, gorge your, engorge yourself on whatever you want. So I had a whole game plan. When we got in there, we had we had it set up. Emily was going to order the sandwich, the P word sandwich. 
and I was going to eat. That was going to be my first meal back after the col- after a successful colonoscopy. Uh, then we get in there. I'm in the waiting room. You know, they're taking blood, doing all the stuff. I'm in the gown, sitting there, joking around. And the lady says, what do you want to drink when you come out? And I go, what are my options? And she goes, we got it all. We got fruit juice. We got water. We got sodas. And I go, do you have diet soda? And she goes, we have Diet Coke. And I was like, can I have a Diet Coke right after the colonoscopy? And she was like, you certainly can. I let me recommend not having a diet coke right after cold. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize the problem with that until later. But so uh, I go through have a perfectly normal colonoscopy. I assume uh, I don't remember any of it. I was asleep. I do remember drinking a bunch of diet coke immediately after, and then <laughs> some hours later, I was home I- I- eating a I- eating a p word sandwich. Uh, there is a video to accompany before we get that far down the road, and I guess it's when Emily is ordering the P word sandwich. Um, I can, it's too big for discord. So let me put Mm -hmm. it in the face slack. If you guys just want to watch it just to get a reference for how I was in the moment. Uh, Eric has a question for you. Uh, okay. Eric, what is your, why do you keep saying P word? We'll get, we'll get there. Uh, Yeah. I just don't like, it's just making me. Yeah. I I also, I'm filling in a blank and I don't like it. So, if you guys want to, if you guys want to stop down for about two minutes and watch this video, then, then come back. It's two right. vi- okay, I'll, I'll watch this go. video. Let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> oh, oh I feel incredible. like we missed out on an opportunity. We should have interacted. I wish there were more. So Jeff I messages. have, yeah, I have no memory oh, of any of that. But apparently, I saw that van. And I, uh, I texted you guys about it <laughs> and, uh, I, <laughs> apparently I texted you like I was a 90 year old man, uh, <laughs> using one finger anyway. So I have no memory of any of that, but we get home and, uh, we, we go from there to the, to the deli to get that sandwich. And then we go home and Emily's like, okay, you got some more soda. You got your, your, your pea sandwich and, uh, you go to town. I got to leave for a little bit. She had to do some other stuff. So uh, I started to eat the, the sandwich and, and then I got full real fast because, you know, I hadn't eaten in days. And so uh-huh. I laid down in bed as, and I'm starting to come to. And then I realized <laughs> something terrible has happened in my stomach. And I run to the bathroom and I throw up that sandwich. Oh, no. And it's violent. <laughs> and then I'm, I, I take a step back and I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Well, I did not expect that. I'm supposed to have a huge hunger. I'm supposed to like eat like crazy and replenish. I'm done now. I guess I'm feeling ill effects of the, the medicine, or the, the propofil or whatever they gave me. I'm having trouble shaking it off. I think what really happened was all that soda on a five-day empty stomach fucked mm-hmm. me up. Uh, all the carbonation and stuff. And Because and, and, when we talked to the doctor later, they were like, yeah, you probably should have just had water. Or uh, orange juice or something. Uh, And so uh, uh, I wish they wouldn't have let me have that Diet Coke. Anyway, so uh, then I go back and I lay down again and I start and I'm not feeling any better and I'm starting to sweat. And then I'm like, oh, no. And I run and I have to throw up again. And I'm on the ground. And this then it hits me hard. And I'm shooting pastrami, right? I'm shooting the P word in. (laughs) And uh, and then completely nothing I could do about it. Not a goddamn thing in the world I could do about it. The, the 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 vomit is so violent oh, and it's no. so it's it's so virulent it's coming out of me with such force that oh, I shit no. my pants I shit my pants bad you know I mean it's all soup right because I haven't eaten anything in days and so it's just like yellow oh, green soup right oh, no. and so then I have to sh- I have to sit there and finish throwing up 
I have to finish vomiting with a with a, just like I don't know a couple of gallons of turd like wet turd lumpy turds oh, in my Jesus in my pants. Christ. So then, as soon as I'm done throwing up, I have to take all my clothes off, right? Oh. And I put them over in a pile, and then I go, yeah. Then I go take a shower, and I have to, I have to, I rinse my whole body. I have to get completely and totally clean. I take a complete shower, dry off, and realize, oh no, I gotta throw up again. So I run back into the bathroom and I throw up one more time. <laughs> But this time I'm naked, so I just shit all over the floor. Oh, this is the second time I've shit a bathroom floor this year. I'm breaking no. records. And I mean, it's like a shotgun no. blast of yellow liquid everywhere. So I, th- I throw oh, up for a while longer, fuck. and then I have to clean my entire bathroom floor. Then I have to do all the laundry. Then I have to take another shower, and then I have no. to lay down. Here's the pastrami plot twist. Oh, Jesus That's the Christ. last time I will ever say that word. To say it makes me nauseous. To spell no. it in my head makes me nauseous. No. To think about it, to think about the smell, I can't ever touch it again. No. It's remote. It's gone. It's ruined for me. The colonoscopy oh, killed that no. sandwich. Oh, it killed God. that flavor. It killed that word. I'm telling you, I'm sweating thinking about it. It's, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't believe it. I didn't see this coming. I fell so hard for it. I loved it so much. Flew way too close to the sun. And then as as my little, as as the wax melted my wings, I shit all over the land. And then I plummeted down like Icarus. And I and I drown in a sea of, of, of shitty pastrami puke. And it, Dude, it, I, it's, I, it's over. It, you, That's it, my plot twist. The colonoscopy killed the pastrami. And I can't say the word anymore. I'm not going to say it anymore even, after this because it's... Not even specifically the colonoscopy. The person <laughs> that gave you the Diet Coke murdered it. It was like a maybe, hit. It was like maybe, they put a hit. Maybe. That oh. was too much flavor in my body all at once. And it was... <laughs> I do. Was, I, there just is something wrong about having a medical procedure. And the first thing you do after it is start chugging Diet Cokes. Like that just seems yeah. inadvisable in my head. It just doesn't seem... Yeah, I now, feel like I'd have been on water and toast. Yes. Yeah. A soda is not what I'm reaching for after a medical procedure, for sure. N- now, never again. <laughs> when I, 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 like, I don't even want to really ask the question, but I feel like I have to. When we're talking about the splatter on the scale of the smoothie you made, how bad is it? Is it because that's on the second much, one? Okay, okay, floor, okay, 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 okay. What's the much splatter smaller, damage? Much smaller room. Self-contained, it all stayed on the floor. Okay, but there good. was a lot. It good. was a, it was a, it was a, good. it was a covered floor, but nothing got on the walls. Maybe a little bit on the baseboards, but like not on okay. the walls at all. Not above the Jesus baseboards. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, it was. You shut the baseboards. It was maybe the lowest I felt. Yeah, I shot the baseboard. It was maybe the lowest I felt in quite some time, and I was fucked up for a day and a half after. Like it took me. Most of the weekend to rebound. Yeah, it was just, it was just, I was in bed like I had, a, I felt like I had a hangover and I haven't had, I haven't had a drink in five years. It was horrible. I can't, I'm so sorry for your loss. This That's is what like, I am too. What a day of the, the joys, the high of you seeing an Apple van to what happened a mere few hours later, <laughs> I assume. Yeah. yeah. It's, what a it's, trough. it's a, it's a real tragedy, man. I, I can't believe I I don't want it to be true. I keep thinking like I wake up the next day and I'm like, maybe today it won't. Nope. It's still the thought of it makes me. Yeah. If I see the word, I get nauseous. I've had some drinks that I've thrown up on that. I still to this day can't drink. Yeah. Like, like what? 
What there, was, there's what this is... drink, there was this drink in England. I'm not sure if they have it here. It was called J2O, which was like, it was like a juice, but in a bottle. And uh-huh. uh, I think I just, I had too much booze one night <laughs> and then I was dehydrated. So I just chugged one of them, but oh, it was no. too late. And I just ended up throwing yeah. up. But it all just, the, all of the J2O flavor went in my mouth and nose along with the vom. And I still hate that flavor. One of my favorite drinks back in the day. That's tragic. It's awful. And, and that was just a byproduct. I had that with Mountain Dew in high school. I haven't been able to drink Mountain Dew since high school because I threw up, got sick from it. That's once, not so. a good sign for your pastrami returning. If you, I know, if dude. Mountain I know. Still Believe out. me. I know. Mountain Dew's been out for about 28 years, yeah. This is like a, a weirdly regional Chinese food, but chicken balls were my go-to growing up. Loved them. Great, great Chinese food. I puked once after eating them <laughs> on dinner, and there was a chunk of chicken on like the the the, the on top of the toilet on like the seat. There was just like a chunk left. Killed, killed chicken balls for me for years. I still don't order them as regularly as I used to, but like never, and that one never fully. Recovered. This is so full circle. This is palate regression. This is exactly what we were talking about. This is the palate <laughs> regression for sure. I just. Oh. I just, I, f- I feel a bit like a hypocrite. Like, I was just on the RT podcast like a week ago singing the praises of that deli meat. And now, like, now here I am, like, but a few days later, and I can't, I can't even be in the same room as it. Let me smith. is there a food, Jeff, that you hate that is very commonly loved? That people are like, you really? Uh, yeah, dude. Did we just lose him? I lost him. Yeah, I think we lost him. Let's wait for him to it's come It's a weekly, uh, yeah, weekly occurrence. Yeah, he's gone now. Oh. Sit tight for. Oh, Andrew, you there? Yeah, must have I, run out of bits. Hello. Oh, oh, there he goes. Oh, my computer froze. Sorry about that. Oh. All right. So Who's my that? question is there was: a, Is there a food, food that everybody loves that, that I hate? Everyone loves that you hate. Yes, that was my question. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, what everything is everything white? Ma- mayonnaise, cream cheese, cottage cheese. Uh, but like that, you would is, be uh, sour cream. I don't feel like those are necessarily social, ranch dressing. Social foods. I'm trying to think of like. Pressure because I'm saying that I'm assuming you're gonna have to have a colonoscopy again in the future at some Uh, point, and I think you should view this as an opportunity to take out another food guacamole. I can't eat guacamole. All you need to do consume, drink a diet coke once again after your next one, and then eat whatever that food is. And then if someone's like, "Oh, do you want this?" you'd be like, "Nah, I got sick when I had it. I can't." I honestly feel like diet coke got off easy (laughs) through this, like the fact that it didn't ruin that flavor. (laughs) That's true. No, for sure. It's totally true. Well, I don't really remember drinking. I mean, I remember that I drank Diet Coke. I don't really remember that. I definitely remember eating that sandwich. And I didn't taste the Diet Coke on the way out. I tasted the other thing a lot. It was in my nose. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Was it at (laughs) least a good? Was it a good pastrami sandwich? Apologize for using the word. Was it good? Was it like a top tier Uh, one? Did you at least go out on top? Was it a delicious sandwich? (sighs) That's disappointing. My stomach felt wrong from the get-go, so it may have been, but when I dove in, I thought, oh, this isn't as enjoyable as I, and I thought, oh, maybe I have a little bit of a, a sick time. I got to power through, and I, I never even finished. I had like a half through it before I had to take a break, and then I, then, then I didn't touch it again until it was to run into the kitchen to throw it away, just to get it out of the house. There's a beautiful edit of the last time we recorded of you in an episode discussing how excited you were for that sandwich, not knowing at that time that that would be the last time. <laughs> the I last no time idea. you could enjoy one 
I had tragic. I had it all planned. We had it all planned out. I was so excited. It was going to be the highlight of the colonoscopy. A, the highlight of the colonoscopy would be uh, that I'm there's nothing wrong with my butthole, right? And great. by the way, I'm fine. A colonoscopy is great. But then Fantastic. the second one was going to be was going to be like sitting atop a healthy butthole mountain, eating chowing down on my favorite <laughs> sandwich. And instead, I rolled down the mountain, and every time I I I, I swung around, the the sandwich hit me in the head. Uh, until I landed in a puddle of my own puke and shit. And then I just lay there until somebody drug me out. <laughs> it's, I, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. I feel it's, it's a real loss. It's a real loss. Dude, nobody feels it more than I do. I was eating this thing two or three times a week. <laughs> it's true. We did a video recently where we were racing. Uh, we were trying to go far on a chair that was balanced on two hoverboards. And like halfway through the video, I'm just stuffing my face with a pastrami sandwich that you brought into the <laughs> office. Yeah, I brought you guys extra sandwich. <laughs> I brought it really nice. You, but yeah, Andrew annoyed me recently. What did I do? Uh oh. He told me that there's a store right by him that sells oh. Princeton pickle. Yeah. And it's, salad cream. Yeah. What? There's a it, I yeah. There's a store close to me that that sells both. I had no idea. I could literally see it from from where I live, and it's it was there the whole time. I sent you a freaking jar that I assume was mailed f from England to America and then forwarded from by me to Canada, and you could have walked. <laughs> I could have, like, 100%, I ordered mine from, from Europe, my salad cream, <laughs> for a, a product that I could see from my window. Yeah, I just didn't know. <laughs> didn't know that they had it. Wasn't aware. I was, I was trying to think. I'm, I'm glad that that is the thing that annoyed you. I was trying to think. Why, I do did you remember think that. I would be annoyed at something else you did? Well, that's what I was wondering about. I was trying to think, have I annoyed you? I, I thought you were going to call me out for my, uh, my agency blunder. My, my miscall. The, we're talking about James Bond. What, what agency does James Bond work for, <laughs> Jeff? Uh, <clears throat> you mean like government agency? Yeah, like what, where, where would he work? I learned a lot about James Bond recently. Uh, he works for like an, uh, 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 I don't know what, no, like. So I said M16. <laughs> I said he worked for M16. That's not that. It's close. It was, cl it's close though. It's MI6. He works yeah, at MI6 the, apparently. If you read the if I you, as a one, I If guess. you read the I as the one, I was, I was directionally correct. Like you could mistake it for what I said. I also didn't know that Q's name isn't Q. I thought Q was Q. I thought that was just his name. And that was his cool nickname. Not that it was an abbreviation for his job. <laughs> you said he thought his name was like Quentin or something. Well, uh, yeah, it could be. Like, I just thought it was a shortened version of what his name was. <laughs> this old bloke called Quentin who works for a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a conversation about what would his job title be? Because he's like an inventor of gadgets. But I don't think he inventor would be what he'd be called. And then. That's how it turned. He's a quartermaster. Is this? That's his he job. He stands for quartermaster. Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. I thought is M not is M not a version of her name too? <laughs> What's M's name? Probably from manager. It's hinted at that her name as Dench starts with an M. Yeah. And uh, the new M is called Mallory. So it just it's clearly it's just a name thing. I thought they just were very like weirdly for some reason everybody abbreviated their name. They shortened it down. Their nickname. Yeah, Take a know. letter from your name. Q could be Quentin. And is Mallory, <laughs> apparently. Then they review, reveal, not review. They didn't review M's name, but they did reveal it, I want to say, in Skyfall, right? Doesn't he go into her desk and you see her name? 
Uh, in Casino Royale, he's like, I had no idea M stood for, and then she interrupts him. I could have swore that we saw the name, the full name in Skyfall at the very oh. end of it. Really? But I could be wrong. Oh, I, based on everything, I'm wrong about literally everything else when it comes to James Bond. I don't know why I'd be right about this. So let's just assume I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I would, I would say I, when in doubt, defer to Gavin on the James, on the James Bond shit. Yeah, that's fair. He knows way too much about it. That's I fair. They're good movies. They're fun. Well, they're, they're all f- good movies. <laughs> I think even the bad ones. Ha- well, no, Quantum of Solace just sucks. I take that back. There is there's some genuine just bad Bond movies. What do you think the worst worst James Bond movie is that I've seen? I'd say Quantum of Solace. Uh, I think For Your Eyes Only is shit. Yeah, and I don't like On Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's a bit of a controversial one. A lot of people think that one really, was really good. It's a good one. What's the what's the one that the non-sanctioned one they did? Never uh, say never again. Never say never again. Yeah, that I don't remember that one being great. And the first Casino Royale. Mm. Is that the other non-Eon Bond movie? I think that was the David Niven one. Yeah, David Niven was in the original Casino Royale. Yeah. Mm. That's one where like James Bond is very clearly an alias, and there's like a Jimmy Bond and like a bunch of different James Bonds, right? I've never seen that movie. I haven't seen that one either. I think there's like six James Bonds in it, technically. I read the book. I don't remember. I, I, I must have seen the movie when I was a kid, but I don't remember it. Could I, I, I just want to give some credit to maybe the greatest not James Bond, James Bond movie for a minute. A movie that I feel is underappreciated in, in this time. An actor Agent Cody that Banks? Is, that's, a, that, that's a good one, too. I was thinking today, it's so weird that you brought up Agent Cody Banks. I was thinking, have I just accidentally seen every Frankie Muniz movie? I felt like it was possible that I had. And it turns out he's in a lot of things that is just like obscure, kind of like post 2006. Haven't seen a lot of Frankie Muniz's work, but Triple X. Triple X is a fantastic, mm. not James Bond, James Bond movie. From the millennium? What do you mean from the millennium? What do you mean? Like the original Triple X with Vin Diesel. What was the movie you watched on the. On the yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two years yes. early. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that story. Yes. I thought, sorry, I misunderstood what you were saying. Great movie. It's like if Vin <laughs> Diesel wanted it's Vin Diesel will never be cast to play Sherlock Holmes, but he clearly really wants to. <laughs> and it's the closest you'll get to Vin Diesel as a Sherlock Holmes movie. There's such a great scene in that film where he's in a diner and he's like, there's no way that this person is really a waitress because she's wearing high heels and that the shift that she works like that's that doesn't make sense. Reading a newspaper on a Sunday. That's a point like he is. His delivery is so dumb guy trying to be smart guy. It has a place in my heart. I love that movie. It's a terrible good bad movie. Doesn't he like uh, grind a rail or slide a yes. rail on a serving platter? <laughs> yes, yes, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, he does. The literal <laughs> beginning so. of that movie is they kill traditional James Bond and are like, this is the fuck. Xander Cage is the new guy. Sounds like the tuxedo. <laughs> it is a better movie than the tuxedo. I'll oh, say okay. it right now. That's a good movie. I remember it being a good movie. He drives a car off of a bridge while Tony Hawk films him because the guy is like a senator who's against video games and he does a monologue about how video games are good. And then he drives his car off a bridge and the senator's name is Dick. And he's like, don't be a dick, Dick. It's great writing. Tony Hawk thinks it's very funny. It's a great, <laughs> terrible movie. That I would I have to watch that one again. You should. You should watch one and three. Both great. You can skip two. 
Not really needed, but the first and third, both the Xander Cage entries of the Triple X series, worth watching. So wait, Triple X one is Vin Diesel, then two is like Ice Cube or somebody? Yes. Or, yep. And then three is Vin Diesel again? Three is Vin Diesel again, like 15 years after the first one that came out. Is the second one considered canon in that universe? Yes, because Ice Cube shows up in the third movie and they do like a whole triple X agent thing. Why doesn't Vin Diesel like being in his own sequels? Uh, <laughs> he wasn't money. in the second Fast and Furious either. I just, it was a money issue or an ego thing. He's You're like, right, the sequels he are shit. I'll come back if the sequel worked out. And then he's just in the rest of it. He strangely was committed to the Chronicles of Riddick series, though. He did. That's the sequel <laughs> he was, he was all about. I think that's like, fuck. Did he had, did he have something to do with the, with the story, though? Yeah, I feel like that, he did. Also, maybe is the second Black? Riddick movie a prequel? Technically. Oh, so he'll yes. be in his own prequels. Yeah, so like yeah. as long as the <laughs> story goes backwards, he'll gladly be in the second one, but he cannot make a direct continuation unless there's a gap. I still haven't seen the most recent Fast and the Furious. Uh, I, I really need to. I uh, appreciate you, have. You, you don't have to. You don't have to see it to have seen. You've seen it. I guarantee I, you've seen it. <laughs> no, you gotta see it. Everybody's no, already I, seen it. I really it's need good, to see it. but you've seen it because those movies are so overly complicated because of how how loved Han was from the Tokyo Drift movie <laughs> that like Tokyo Drift comes after five, six and seven. I want to say yeah. just so that they could explain him being in it, but he's back in nine. So like there's no reason for them doing any of that. He's just no. they like. They found a way. And I really want to know how they bring him back. I feel like he probably climbed down like a storm drain or like lifted a manhole and dropped oh, it. Oh boy, are you in for a treat? Oh, I cannot. Yeah, wait. you're gonna you're oh, gonna I can't love wait. it. I wouldn't get your hopes you up should. about it. I'm playing the game right now, and the game is We terrible. should we should do a triple X tuxedo new Fast and the Furious like triple th movie header. What do you call it? Back to back to back when you watch an apple movies. dumpling squad or whatever. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> we need to find a like a through line between all these movies. Um, triple feature. Fuck. A you, triple you, feature. Mentioned, you mentioned how it's done earlier. Do, do you think at this point Baba Booey is more famous than Baba Louie? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is Baba Andrew, Louie? Andrew, do you know who do you know who Baba Louie is? No, I have no idea who Baba Louie is. I know who Baba well, Louie is. There's your answer. Well, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. There's your answer. Baba no Louie was a Hannah was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon character uh, from back in the 60s. And Gary Delabate, oh, okay. who is the producer of the Howard Stern Show, uh, got really into collecting animation cells uh, back in like the early 80s. And he uh -huh. bought a Baba Louie cell and he was bragging about it on the Stern Show. And he called it Baba Booey. And then Howard goes, you paid five hundred dollars for this, and you don't even know his name's Baba Louie. You fucking idiot! That's your nickname from now on, Baba Bowie. And Gary made the mistake of going, "Yeah, that'll stick." Uh, but I think in, in Gary's defense, sometimes that character was called Baba Boy. Yeah, I think oh. so. So, so it was Hannah Barbera just... as a group. <laughs> they weren't. I remember learning those were two people, and it blowing my my mind. No idea. You thought it was Hannah one Barbera? woman called I thought Hannah, Hannah Barbera? Bar yeah, I thought it was one person named Hannah Barbera. Oh. Could be first and last name. That's true. Could work. Sure. Should we end the show? Eric we have so many to. movies to watch. <laughs> it's true. We have, <laughs> Should we just we do like a riff tracks of our of our viewings? I would I would love to. Danny Trejo's the triple X. Bring a Trejo back. Can never <laughs> talk about Trejo enough. He's got a great role in that. They make fun of how long his hair is. 
is one scene. He's also short. Vin Diesel calls him short. I don't know how much taller Vin Diesel is than Danny Trejo in real life. What, is, what are Vin Diesel's stats? I'm going to look what him up. What is this? End. Every, End the every show. podcast. Have you noticed, Eric, that every podcast that goes off the rails ends up with Jeff Googling Vin Diesel? <laughs> Vin Diesel is six feet tall. Is he? But how old was oh. he in the movie? <laughs> Nick just asked a very important question. When will your Far Cry 6 Trejo playthrough begin? Nick, they removed Danny Trejo from Far Cry 6. I can't do it. He has been Did taken. they really? Yeah, he, I guess they accidentally released that mission before it was done. Was it's DLC. not supposed to come out. Yeah, he's DLC for December, and they accidentally oh. put him in with a, a patch they were doing so then they I pulled did Trejo it. they pulled Trejo out recently with a patch note of like we've removed Danny Trejo from our game we will be bringing him back <laughs> you gotta leave him in at that point <laughs> well no I, I literally I don't think the mission was finished I think they were still yeah. like no I finished the mission no I did but when you do the mission Jeff he's like now I need you to deliver my tacos and you get in his car oh, and he's like yeah. good job like it just kind of yeah. ends I don't think they yeah, were you're done right. designing do now- the mission Similar to PT, do you think consoles or PCs with the unpatched <laughs> Trejo will go for a lot on eBay? Yes, they will. I can never connect this Xbox to the internet again. <laughs> I bet mine's already patched out. God damn it. It is. Yeah. That's you can't. Yeah. It's like he's, he's gone. He's gone, Jeff. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. No traveling Trejo. But we can watch Danny Trejo in the classic film Triple X. <laughs> Maybe we should play less Halo and watch more movies together. I would enjoy that. Fine with that. Let's do it. Andrew didn't even show up to Halo yesterday. I had things. I I wanted to. I missed it. All right. Mm -hmm. Sad, sad, sad. Well, there you go. Uh, Let's not be here anymore. Let's be somewhere else. Maybe together or apart. I don't give a shit. Uh, The audience, you can come along or not. I don't even know. Uh, Bye. Hello everyone, Minor League Fan Jack here to give you a preview of next week's episode of Face based solely off Discord. Andrew sinks his teeth into a cosmic crisp, or does he? Gavin is not a rubbish guy. Jeff isn't edgewise at all. Andrew continues to be bad at gambling. We get an Apple score that will blow your mind. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's Face. Face.